Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new edition of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined by my long-suffering friend who has to put up with me. It's Matt. Oh, mate, I'm not suffering. And anyway, like you know, after recent results, we're happy. We're happy Spurs fans again. Yeah, we? yes, it's the it's the Happy News Podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We we did our therapy session last week. We got people through it. I hope. Yep. yep. Um, judging by the numbers, a fair few people listened and actually listened the whole way through. So, well done, you. Yeah, and also as well, you know, we we don't know. I'm sure there's actually first team players that listens to this podcast, and it's no coincidence <laughs> that we put a therapy one out, and then the foot their form picks up. I mean, it's just yeah. it's not it's not a coincidence for me. Well, well, I, I I do know a couple of academy players have listened, yeah. and I do know a couple of the Spurs ladies players listen. That's all. Awesome. Um, and and I I do I I have it has been hinted that someone a little bit more famous has listened to one. Okay. The fact, but I'm not going to brag about it because the fact he listened to one and stopped yeah, probably isn't no, a good yeah. thing. <laughs> it gets in. I'll put it down to the fact that whoever this is didn't have time to listen to more than one. I love your positivity and attitude to everything, mate. It's brilliant. Yeah. See, to me, I'm just like, oh no, what didn't he like? What did I say? I better, I better listen back to that episode and make sure that. Oh hell. Um, but we do have some listeners in Argentina now. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah, we 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 uh we had one person in Argentina listen to two episodes. Okay. And then they went back and listened to the whole back catalogue from no the way. World Cup up to date over the space of a week. Wow. Um. Yeah. And and so hopefully they're listening to this one because otherwise that's a waste of going back over every episode. But uh, if you're listening, you're in Argentina, then hello. And also, but for for just sheer like you know to t- like the fact they did that we have to dedicate this podcast to them whoever they are yes yeah yeah, yeah. i i got like crazy stalker skills with our met data but they don't give us names <laughs> so <laughs> so if you if you're listening to me right now and you're thinking oh my god what the hell does this guy know about me I, I, that's it just, where, know, just what country you live in <laughs> yeah i know what country you live in what road the house number but that's it, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah i find you on google street maps <laughs> wow you look great in that red dress today no. <laughs> Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We we just get country and city or nearest city because um, it absolutely confused me for ages. Uh, as much as my voice gives us away, I'm in Bristol and I listen to the podcast after I put it live just to make sure I've not made any horrendous errors. So technically, every single podcast there should be one listener in Bristol at least. Yeah. And for the first two podcasts, there wasn't. And I'm thinking, <laughs> is well, that? this this isn't great for our data, is it? You know, I, I know at least one person has listened. I've listened. Um, and then I realised that for whatever reason, my like hub, my uh, whatever it is, was was Swindon. Oh, okay. So it must just be like my internet connection or something or whatever was Swindon. But now yeah. it's Bristol. Right. Okay. Now when I do it, it does show. But yeah, talk about weird. I have no idea why that was. Brilliant. But yeah, yeah Swindon of all places. Oh, like no the comment. Asshole, I, I, the asshole of civilization. Seriously. Listen, we, we, we want to we gain <laughs> listeners, not lose them. I checked. There's like four in Swindon. And if they don't have a sense of humour about living there, they need one. Honestly, yeah. I, um, I've been to Swindon a fair few times. Do you remember when they made it to the Premier League? Yes, yes. Yeah, they had Glenn Hoddle as their player That's manager. Right, Basically yeah. playing as a sweeper and this like this insane. You had Mickey Hazard, everything. They 
they had like this great team, and he made it. He got them into the Premier League, and then he fucked off to That's Chelsea. Right. Yes. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that makes me think of Swindon is it that place with that ridiculous roundabout where there's like roundabouts off the roundabout. Is yeah, and also also got twinned with Disneyland for a while. <laughs> And everyone was just like, what? Fun facts. Fun Swindon facts. There yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? And it was obviously just a bit of PR. The mayor and everyone thought, oh, that's great. We'll get loads of press over this. So everyone was just like, seriously? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, twinned with hell, perhaps, or Mordor. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, if Mordor's Middlesbrough. Anyone yeah. who's ever been to Middlesbrough, it is freaking Mordor. I'm telling I, you. I can, hear the, I can hear the listeners just switching off from all these places no, as we speak. Oh, that's fine. I haven't had a pop at Milton Keynes for a while, though. I'll oh, add that to the list. Uh, yeah, shut oh, up. Oh. Yeah, yeah, move on. Okay, so let's talk about the North London Derby to start with. Yes, because, let's talk about it. Because uh, I I watched this one. Uh, I did actually have a chance to go, but unfortunately, a uh, situation away from football is keeping me busy at the moment. So, uh, But you were there. I was. How was it? Um, I, I was an emotional... I keep, This is the way I describe it. I was an emotional shell of a man at the final whistle. I, I can believe that. <laughs> it was just unbelievable. It, so, I mean, this, this, is, this, is, this is only my second uh, league North London derby I've been to. Yep. I went to last year's one where Kane scored the second half header and yep. I went to the one where, uh, the league one where they beat us 2-1. I think uh, Flamini scored both goals. I didn't think oh, the league that cup was a white one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is my second league one and Honestly, I just like you can't. Like, people listening who who've been to North London Derby <laughs> will understand it, but the atmosphere yeah. you just can't describe. It's just electric, an electric, yeah. electric atmosphere. And we because I was behind the goal where Kane scored the penalty in the second half. Brilliant. So yeah, fan, and I, and I, do you know? Do you know about me being positive? Like I, the fans yeah. next to me, we was at first off. Everyone was like, "Look, oh, this is it." You know, and I said, "Listen, yeah. this is how you got to look at it. Right, we're going to be sit, we're standing exactly where Harry Kane's going to celebrate when he scores scores yeah. for us." You know, so I kind of felt like my positive energy, f- uh, well, you know, no, fed into the you, team, man. like you know. But um, when they when they got that penalty at the end, you know, you just think. I just please no no please you, this is like we've had such like we've had such a terrible week with Burnley and Chelsea yeah just d- don't do this to us please do you don't know, do, do you know what went through my mind when they got that penalty go on our dedication to not drawing this season knows no bounds <laughs> oh course yeah. I, I I, Davinson, Sanchez he's still a young especially for a central defender yeah and because of that he still goes in sometimes when he shouldn't now every central defender of any note ever has done that and if you watch you know you watch for Tonga and Alderweireld when they were 20 they made these mistakes so I'm kind of like I'm accepting of it he's got such a massive upside I'm never going to absolutely slam him for it on this particular one I don't think he did a lot wrong I, I know it's a you know Subject to opinion, and other people might, but to me, didn't do a lot wrong. Aubameyang made the absolute most out of it and won a yeah, penalty. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, that's fair enough. You see him given, you know, he he just needed to stand up there, and you'll learn from that, and that's the key thing. But for me, generally, when it happened, my first thought was, "Wow, we we, we, we really are, are. going to never draw a game. <laughs> yeah, we we are not going to draw this season. We 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 are that committed to it. We're going to give away a penalty in the ninety third minute of the North London derby because it's like, well, we're not going to be able to attack in the time that's left. I know what we'll do. We'll give away a goal. Um, do you know when Aubameyang was going to take it? I was thrilled. Really? How come? 
he'd come on as a sub, and he'd come on as a sub and had done nothing so far. He made some runs, yeah, yeah. But every time, you know, he hadn't had a shot yet. He hadn't like so. I mean, just just my opinion. I thought if a, you know, like Kane comes on, you feel. 90% confident he's going to bury it. Even more than that, to be Probably yeah. even more than that. Nowadays, after that World Cup where he was just ice cold with every penalty, I'm yeah. more, yeah, 95 and up. Mm. But Aubameyang, I don't know. I just looked at him and thought, he's come on, we got a chance. If it had been somebody who'd been on, like, I think if they'd given it to Ramsey, I think he'd have buried it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Obama and, you know, Larissa now saves penalties. We've all seen it. It's unbelievable. Do you know, saying, you're saying you was watching it. I, I didn't. I mean, I, I just, because we, we was all standing up uh, our yeah. end. So I just sat on my chair and I just looked yeah. at the floor and I thought, I, I can't literally contemplate this goal going in, right? So I was just, where I was oh, sitting. Oh, wow. I bet, bet hearing the cheer was awesome. It was but tw- twice. So, like, I'm looking up and everyone's going, yeah. And then they're like, oh, and they're going, yeah, twice. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. What happened? What happened? Like, you know, so I didn't, <laughs> didn't realise the tongue and tackle as well. But uh, <clears throat> it, it's just yeah. beautiful. And, and th- this is the thing, isn't it? Like, we're, we're, with a draw, like, especially yeah. a score draw as well, you, you're always going to get, aren't you, one one set of fans that are going to be happier than the other. And yeah, if you try to yeah. think of it from the reverse, so if it was Harry Kane that missed a 90th minute penalty, yeah, you're going to be gutted, be wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd really be, yeah. especially the North London derby, you're like, oh, this was our chance to beat them. Like, and they, yeah. they would have done a double over us. So I know they went away gutted, you know. But um, talking about uh, Kane, you are saying about how ice cool he is when he when he took his penalty when he takes penalties yeah. now. Obviously, I was literally about f- ten rows back, so I, I could see it all like really close. And yeah. I know a lot of a lot of teams do this now, like when they get, when a penalty is given away, they'll try their best to kind of. Uh, just cause a bit of mayhem, yeah, like you know, yeah. argue with the ref and that. Yeah. And, he, and I and I was watching Kane, and he was somewhere else. He was yeah. absolutely somewhere else. He wasn't on yeah. that pitch. His brain, no. and that is how you do it. You just don't yeah. get, you don't let it all get above you. He, you know, um, he, he's clinical. With oh. it, you know, I just, do, I remember watching in the World Cup, and there was that team we were hammering. But every time, like we had like two penalties against them, and every time they were like, getting in Kane's face, having a pop at him, they were, like, and he, he had to keep walking away with the ball in his hand. Right, and they were yeah. having a go at him but I remember watching that thing he's like in a trance yes that's he's, how it was, he's yeah. like he's like he picks the ball up and his mind just goes I wonder what's for tea like. I'm not here <laughs> yeah yeah I wonder I wonder how the missus is I wonder how the kids are I wonder if they're watching Ooh, looks like rain he <laughs> just know? he literally is yeah. I mean it's such a weird thing but you can tell that he's not he's not he's not his mind's no. not there he no. just it's all like it was almost like you can imagine a spotlight on here, a spotlight on him, and just the chaos around him, and like yeah. he, he's just there in that zone, and uh, absolute tranquility yes. in a sea of chaos. Absolutely, yeah. and 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 I know you said about the percentage chance of him. Like, I know it's easier. Yeah, easy. it was mad. Yeah, yeah, it's easy in hindsight to say that you knew he was going to score, but you just when he gets the ball, it's like, do you know, I think I've said this to you before, but you know, you get certain strikers like Shearer, Rooney, them yeah. kind of strikers, you just know they're going to score. They're just, they're yeah. just so clinical, aren't they? And he's yeah. one of them. Absolutely clinical. Uh, another, the only player I felt that way with from the penalty spot or from one in close range before was Van der Vaart. Yes, he was just, another just one. That, yes. Just that level above where yes. You know, ninety nine point nine percent of the time that ball's going to hit the it's back of the net. It's going the back of the net, yeah. To the yep. point that when it doesn't happen, you're shocked. Yes. You're like, what? What? He yeah, missed. That's right. What yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I mean, it's it's similar to like when we have a corner. If the ball gets past the first man and we get our head to it, I'm just in shock for like thirty <laughs> seconds. Why does Why does Ericsson still take corners? He like I I, I just I can't like I think you said last I, on the last podcast about how when Larice is training, do you think they just say don't worry about? 
about distribution. Like with Ericsson, surely they go right. We can clearly see that it's something that needs to improve on. Right? Why? Well, why I'm it... wondering if in training he nails them like every time, and they're just like <laughs> watching it, thinking at some point it's just going to click in a game, and everyone's going to be so shocked we're going to score loads of goals. But it's like, man, we've scored some of the most headed goals this season, which suggests our crossing as a team's quite good. Yeah. And and you'd think any team that's scoring a lot of headed goals must be scoring a lot from set pieces, but yeah. we're not. No, and, no. But like we we get a corner now, it's like, oh Spurs have earned a corner and I'm like, and <laughs> so, <taking> it. <laughs> there's like what well, to be honest with you, anyone who's taken it, I'm like, well, the only person who I know who delivers it deeper is Lamella. Yeah. And yeah. but the problem is he delivers it so deep sometimes the whole team's watching it just sail past him. <laughs> like what? Oh, sorry. We, we're we're used to running all the way up here just for someone to defend it at the near post and us to run all the way back. Bizarre, so when it actually when I actually arrived in the box, none of us knew what to do. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Yeah. It just it's weird. I I don't get it. I don't get. Because you you watch him in open play the majority of the time, Ericsson, not not so much at the moment, um, but generally when he's in form, the guy can like hit a fifty p piece from one end of the pitch to the other. Yeah, you know, the yeah. guy's just pinpoint, and his vision's phenomenal. And so from a dead ball, and people and like commentators, pundits still all oh, Ericsson territory. I can't remember the last time he scored from a. Free I think it's kick. like it's been like saying like four years. I think. Well, it's been yes, a long mad. time. Yeah, mad. Yeah. And yet you watch him play for Denmark. They get a free kick. The guy's barreling them in. They get yeah. a corner. He's finding their defense. So whether <laughs> we as a team need to work on it, I don't know. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps we need to put like eight men at the near post <laughs> so the other team just don't know what to do. <laughs> That's a good just idea, like you know, like you know, like England did that line thing at the World Cup. Yeah, that's right. lined up, but at the near post, yeah, in yeah, that line, yeah. like a conga line. I just sort of one to it in, like yeah, yeah. It will hit one of us, yeah. and whichever one of us gets to it first, we're going to try and get it goalwards. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. I have no idea what we're going to do, but um, it, it brings us quite nicely to Ericsson. What, what's your thinking about him at the moment? Do, do you know what? It's, it's, I know, I know. You've said that uh, his head may have been turned with Real Madrid, but but yeah. thinking about it, he he goes through patches like this, doesn't he? It's not, yeah. I don't think it's a new thing with Ericsson. He just no. he sort of just has like a sort of a, maybe a dozen games where you just think, what's happened to him? Yeah, and it's really weird. He does, it, it's almost like he does it every season, and it's really strange because he he is like I wouldn't call him world class because there's certain aspects of his game that like like we yep. talked about the dead ball. But you're right. There's so like I'm, I, when you were saying about you know how he can find a fifty pence piece. Yeah. Some yeah. of the some of the assists he's had like for for Deli Alley and Kane. Yeah. It, he's just he's an amazing. Yeah. He's, he's he's got such an amazing passing ability, and I mean, remember the goal he scored against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge last yeah. season? It was yeah. just like. He's got he's got it in his locker, hasn't he? But yeah, he's he's got everything, and that's why that's why I find it so frustrating sometimes. But I um I put on Twitter this week, you know, um, is it you just just thrown out there for opinions? Is it that we feel his contract's running down, he's dang tools, and he's had enough because he's leaving? Or is it that just a perception thing because we know about the contract? And if he had like four years left to run, not being linked anywhere, would we all just go, oh, he's a bit out of form at the moment? Mm. You know, it's kind of like a, a swing around. But I, I do think it's a form thing. And a few people said it on Twitter, you know, when uh, Kyle handed in a transfer request, Kyle Walker, and when Toby last season, there was all the big fallout with the club, Pock 
bench their asses. Mm, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. um, you know, if their heads weren't right, they got benched. And he clearly trusts Ericsson that his head is right, and he's just a bit of form at yeah, the moment, isn't yeah. there? And, and another, a few other people pointed out that he's still running, like the second most, of the, you know, he's still putting in some serious efforts. So mm. it's difficult. But I, I watched him against Dortmund, and I, I've never seen him give the ball away so much. Yeah. Yeah. That that to me was just like I've never seen that with him. It's not him, is it? He, he's he's just no. he just he just goes through these weird kind of real dips in form. But I tell you what, I've got one for you, Sam. I know this is yeah. um, I know people have been talking about it. I know the press have obviously picked up on it, and it's very unlikely to absolutely impossible to happen. But if yeah. if it was possible, would yeah. you take the Ericsson to Real Madrid and we get Bow in return deal? <laughs> um. Uh, ah, ooh. Yeah, um, if it was possible. I would, I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, it ain't never going to happen. No, I know it's never going to happen. <laughs> but, but if it, if in the realm of like you know fantasy land, well, the 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 reason I mean, I I love the bail rumors every window because mm. it's just like really, are we not going to move on past him now ever? But but my favorite thing about this window was his agent just decided to throw napalm everywhere because. He gave an interview, and I don't like agents thinking they're celebrities. Do you know what I mean by yeah, that? Yes. You know, no one cares about you, mate. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah. a leech from football. Just Go pocket away. your 15 million for your deals yeah. and just keep quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just shut up. Um, but basically, he gave an interview where he said that um, Gareth had invested his money so wisely and stuff that people think he couldn't move to a club and take a pay cut. Gareth set for life now earning more money away from football than he is football so maybe his next move will surprise people okay now if you give that interview then basically what you're going to say to the tabloids in the UK and lots of other sports journalists around the world is Bell Spurs yeah <laughs> because yeah, sure. the main reason why everyone discounts that rumor that story ever is because there's no way on this earth we can afford him yeah, he earns like six hundred thousand a week at Real Madrid, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, something nuts like that. Yeah, yeah. So it just ain't never going to happen. So you give that interview, that's going to fuel all these rumours. Then the Real Madrid fans boo him during a game. Do you know that I find it incredible, right? And I, 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 you know, for me, right, I, him getting booed is ridiculous. But Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo used to get booed at Real mm-hmm. Madrid, and it's just it's it's insanity. Isn't yeah, it? and players still want to go there. I, why? It's why? Money. Why do they do? Why? Why do the fans well, do? I don't get it. Why do the fans boo them? I don't. I don't. Like, like, we 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 talk about fans in this country for teams and even for Spurs sometimes being these entitled idiots. Jesus. Real Madrid fans are the biggest entitled muppets in the planet. Unbelievable. Um, isn't it? But yeah, you know, booing Ronaldo because he has a bad game, <laughs> even though he scored like forty odd goals in the opening <laughs> twenty games of the season. Yeah. Work that one out. But, um, yeah, so he gets booed. So his agent then puts out another statement. You'd think perhaps to clarify his first one, perhaps to try and say he's not trying to leave or anything. Mm. No. He says, my client's going nowhere this summer. And the fans are disrespectful morons. <laughs> that's going to well, help, f- isn't it? Well, that's, yeah, that's really going to help matters. Well so, done, mate. I don't, know, I don't know what Gareth Bell must be thinking, but if I was him, for one, that agent would be sacked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for two, I, you know, I, I say this to people all the time. It ain't gonna happen. So stop, stop talking about it. Stop thinking about it. But if by some weird alternate reality, 
all of a sudden Gareth Bale goes, do you know what? I'm fed up of earning loads of money and living in the sunshine. I want to go back to North London. <laughs> then, yeah, of course I'd welcome him back. And if that meant Ericsson going the other way, I think that would be a phenomenal deal for both sides. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because uh, Ericsson's only got a year left to run on his deal. And Bale would be that player that plays behind Kane, that is a match winner we'd, we'd, and would terrify yeah. teams to death. Uh, I, I, know going, I know I'm going out on a limb here, but if the, mm. if it did happen, I, I, we'd win the title next season. We would. You, you add you add Gareth Bale to this existing Spurs team, yep. you lose Ericsson. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's difficult because Man City would then go and spend the wealth of a, a, a small country Literally, All players, yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Although Paris Saint Germain have proved that you can do that and still get knocked out by Man United reserves, which is hilarious, <laughs> by the way. Do you know? Um, what I lo- do you know? What I love talking about that very briefly. That I, yeah. I love that result because all all that media speculation about Poch to Man United is gone mm. now. That that was the final oh. nail in the coffin in that story. Now, see, see, you you say that. What do you reckon the story is going to be when we draw them in the quarterfinals? <laughs> no, they won't. They won't because they they realise now that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer he's got that job. He's got that job now. Yes, he's. Well, I I I'd think they'd be mad. You know, forget our manager going there for a second. But I genuinely think they'd be mad not to give him a go. Absolutely. But at the same time, I watched. I think it was uh, Di Matteo at Chelsea win mm. the Champions League, and then the following season, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Now, I, 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 you, you can sometimes come in as a temporary manager or whatever and just pick the momentum up. Now, Man United had a great squad sat there, but for whatever reason, none of them wanted to play anymore. Well, <laughs> whatever yeah. reason. Jose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> of course we know what the reason was. <laughs> um, so it was actually a fairly simple thing for someone to come in and go, you are all great. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you all just need to play again. Yeah. Go out there and play, and you know, prove that Jose Mourinho Ron. Well, of course, they're all going to play out their friggin' skins. Yeah. So, in, it, the the difficult thing is next season, and I don't think Man United are short sighted enough to not see that themselves. But the more the guy keeps winning, the more the guy keeps progressing, then the harder it's going to be for them to turn around and not give him the job because Absolutely. they appoint somebody else and they fail. The fans are going to be blaming the board. We should have kept Ole. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah. I mean, oh, good luck to them. Uh, if we do draw them in the quarterfinals and we knock them out, of course, it'll all be a very pock <laughs> going back there. So, oh, the press are mental. Um, I, I had speaking... a dream, by the way, Sam, that Man- the Man- Manchester clubs will get each other in the quarterfinals. So that's what I'm hoping's going to happen. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Um, but you're not allowed to say I had a dream, by the way, without doing. I had a dream. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't quite as it. prophetic as that one, though. Do you know if you're fair? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know, mate. I, I, I think the Manchester. I think that's right up there. Doctor Martin Luther King had a dream. You had a dream. Well, not as grand. Um, uh, speaking of the Champions League, not not Doctor King. Um, uh, we of course have beat Borussia Dortmund. Um, we beat them four 0 which means we kept a clean sheet against them twice. Somehow, by the way, because wow, Hugo Lloris played well in that second leg. Um, Jan Vertonghen, I think, was phenomenal in both games. Now, a few people messaged me and said we didn't talk a lot about the first leg. And there's a real reason for that. And I'm a superstitious git with stuff like this. I have celebrated us being 3-0 up at half-time in games 
and watched us get hammered in the second half. Yeah, cue, so me, be, cue the Men's City game. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be damned if I'm ever going to celebrate a 3-0 up in the first leg when there's a whole 90 minutes to play, not just 45. Yeah. So, yeah, I know that sounds ridiculously pessimistic, but I just... I loved that 3-0 performance. I thought that second half in that game where we were as good as we've been. And I am so insanely proud of that 1-0 win in Germany because I felt that that performance was a real old-fashioned European performance. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yeah. It's. Uh, I'll be honest, and you'll probably be the same as well, didn't see it coming at all. I mean, I, I was hoping that we'd possibly get away with a draw and even if, like, or even just like a one or two nil defeat just so we'd get through. That's all I was thinking. Yeah. And look, Dortmund are suffering at the moment, aren't they? They're, they're not top of the league anymore in, in the Bundesliga. No. But that ground, how intimidating does yeah. that ground look? You know, well, so they've not lost there all season no, until we went there. Absolutely. I, I mean, yeah. it just, it was one of those games where. I, I and I know maybe possibly that we've said it in the past about games, but I feel like it was one where our team really grew up. Yeah. You know, as a team. Yep. You know, because that, that 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 like you say, like you know, we defended for our lives at points at points. Yeah, yeah. But we but, still def- but we still we did we, we did yeah exactly they, yeah. they 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 needed they needed to score four goals and not concede yeah. any. So of course they're going to come out. They're at home. They've got that that amazing atmosphere and that crowd yeah. behind them. It's going to go like that to start with, isn't it? It's you can't yeah. help that. But at the same time. We we defended brilliantly, and like you said, you're yeah. talking about Yan. That tackle, that was just that was that one. Was, yeah, that was like you know they when we when the when the in the the song that um the Bobby Moore tackle they talk about yeah, in their song, yeah, that yeah. was that was that was like that you know it was just out of nowhere like you know brilliant brilliant tackle. Uh, he, he just yeah, I mean he summed up, but it was the bodies on the line yes. every player. I I watched Musa Sissoko in that game. I felt like he covered every blade of grass and. I feel like Dortmund players are waking up in the middle of the night still shivering with his face, and, you know, because he he was all over them. Well, and that, and, um, that, and that, to find that pass for Kane as well. I mean, I know Kane had the space, but he still well, had to find the pass, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. So so let's let's just talk about that just real briefly. Christian Eriksen is not in form at the moment. He struggled to find a through ball to Kane, which any other time the season he finds with his eyes closed. When the ball then lands to Musa Sissoko. I'm thinking he's going to just fall over yeah. <laughs> or yeah. or something. But he not only controls the ball, which, you know, earlier in this season or last few seasons, his miscontrols from simple passes were like shots. Mm. He threads the ball through to Kane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I feel for the Dortmund defence, who clearly weren't expecting it. <laughs> yeah, they were, were they? they? Like, they, what the hell? It's almost like they were thinking, oh, it's only Moussa's okay, yeah, has got it. Yeah. We haven't really got a, a focus yeah. on the, on, on the uh, line at the moment. Oh, oh good, I, oh, good, I can take a minute off, yeah. <laughs> um, and he just, yeah, he found the ball perfectly. Kane went through. I mean, what a finish. Do, do, you, know what I lo- do you know what I love uh, listening to as well? I'll, I keep... Playing the actual goal, goal live back like, on the yeah. like, on the YouTube video, I keep playing the actual goal, not the replay, because yeah. that lovely sound. Because it's like it's, I think it's like it's, the goal's linked to like a chain yeah. link thing, isn't it? Yeah, you and just that chung. rattle, that rattle. Yeah, yeah, I just loved it. I could listen to that all day. He just hit yeah. it with so much power, and yeah, smacked that goal and that rattle, and yeah, it just he's such a like I know we said it earlier, but he's such yeah. a clinical finisher, yeah. okay, isn't he? He's so yeah. rarely he so rarely misses, does he? You know, he's got the ball as long as he's in, 
bollop. He's in the back of the net, isn't it? Well, um, I think the pundits said, you know, Borussia Dortmund were creating chance after chance after chance, and Ken gets one in score. Yeah, and that's... yeah. But how many times have we been in games where we've been on the other end of that? Yes, absolutely. You know, we've yeah. just dominated and dominated and dominated yep. and they get one chance and they yeah. score and we're yeah. like, what the hell? But that's the difference. That is the difference between being a good team and one of the better teams. And, and the difference is world-class players and Harry Kane is world-class. He is world-class, world yeah. There's no question, is there? No, no, there can't be any question for anybody. So... Um, I I loved that. Uh, yeah, I don't think there was a bad performance. I mean, Eriksson, you know, isn't at his best, but he still ran himself into the ground for the team. Yep. Um, I I watched Harry Winks have another phenomenal game in mm-hmm. Europe, but at the same time, Forty looks like he's picked up an injury. Yep. Um, Serge Aurier played okay, but his positioning scares the life out of me. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but I watch him sometimes. It's like watching a 10-year-old play football where you see the ball and just run after it. And and you're like, seriously, you're right back. You're right back. Someone tell him he's the right back. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I really just enjoyed it. I'll tell you who one of the best players on the pitch for me, and a few people are possibly going to raise eyebrows, I thought it was Ben Davis. Yeah, he did have a good game. Yeah, and he he, he, he had that really important block as well, didn't he? You yeah. know, when it looked like it was just yeah, in. That was in on goal. Yeah. I think Kane, and, sorry, Lloris saved it, and then yeah. he come back out, and then he just yeah. pulled out yeah, this, uh, this tackle, yeah. yeah. You know, for Tongan, North London Derby-esque, he just threw himself yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he kind of reminded everybody, I think, that he ain't a bad player. He just this season, a few players haven't you know haven't hit the heights, and unfortunately, he's one of them. But we did find out in the press conference before, and I think I put in our Spurs news chat. I felt a bit bad about it because he's basically revealed now, which none of us knew. He's been playing through the pain barrier. He's yeah. he's got a pretty bad injury, and the club obviously through. You know, player injuries and all the fatigue from the World Cup. Danny Rose obviously not doing, uh, can't play two games close together at the moment or possibly ever again. Yeah. Um. So Ben is carried on. And so he's not been as marauding as he was last season. I was a bit critical saying I feel like he's gone backwards. I felt a bit bad about it, to be honest with you. I remembered he was Welsh, so I felt okay, you know, once, once I remembered that. But yeah, still, yeah. Yeah, he's, he put in yeah. a great performance. Yeah, you're right. And do you know what? Talking about Danny Rose as well, what did you what did you make of him being put uh, in the second half, being switched to the middle of the pitch? It was loved such it. a bizarre move. Do you think it worked? Yeah, yeah, yeah loved it. I, it worked against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, I, I, you see, the thing is, is there are certain players that Pochettino trusts. You know, and when I say trust, I'm not saying he doesn't trust others, but I'm just saying you can go to Danny Rose and say to him, "Danny, I need you to go and goal," and Danny, mm. goes, yep. Mm. Do you see what I mean? And a certain player, and I think he called Danny over and went, "Danny, I need someone to get on the ball and just bring it forward." Yeah, yeah. You know, just don't. We 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 got to just get on the ball and control the ball for a while. And he went, "Okay, boss," and he did it. Just did and, it, yeah. And because um, I because yeah. I, I I know it's as well because what what he can do as well is he. So I was talking about the North London derby. So he puts um, yeah. uh, Rose in the middle of the park. And yeah. then that that free that frees up uh, for Tongan then to kind of like yeah. play that Broad. kind of yeah, yeah. and he, and he can for, I, I, honestly like I was at the um, I might probably mentioned it but what which game was it over the Newcastle Watford game one of those for Tongan was he was playing literally like as a, a left wing left back wing, yeah. and he was getting some great crosses in he really was like, what, the, what the hell is for Tongan doing up here you know but I, I genuinely believe for Tongan's the best left back at the club yeah yeah um, but what the best left footed crosser let's say. 
his delivery with his foot from a wide position is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, it was just interesting to me. And I love the fact that Danny did it and just went about his job. Like, yeah, okay, boss. Yep, you know, yep. Yeah, rock on. Yeah, yeah. I'll, get, I'll get on with it. And he you know, brought him on in Europe and he came on and was like, yep, whatever you need me to do. Um, and, he, yeah, I'm really pleased because, you know, we know, all had our problem yeah, with Danny a while back. <laughs> you're right. And you're right. And, yeah, I know you, you can forgive and forget, can't you, Sam? I, I can, I can now. I, I've moved yeah. on, I, I, and and I know for a fact that you know Danny feels much better about yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Do, you, yeah. do you know what as well? I, I don't know if you thought this, but you know his um, uh, his interview he did when he talked about uh, Pochettino's halftime team talk. Yeah. That kind of yeah. had the hairs on the back of my neck standing up when he said that. For someone yeah. to say that's the, one of the greatest things he's ever heard in football, and he's he's yeah. no spring chicken, is he? So he's been around no. for a few years. It must he, have been some kind of team talk, mustn't it? He's been around for a few years, but also he's quite a straight talking. Yes. So, for example, if that team talk had been crap, Danny Rose is quite likely to tell the press afterwards. Yeah, half time. Yeah, the manager didn't really say much. We, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, so for him to come out and say that uh, would go to show. But we, I was watching on TV, so you probably didn't see it in the stands. But Pop left the bench early. I've never seen him do that. No, yeah. And he, and he's and the camera caught him going down a tunnel and. Everybody to a person on Twitter and Facebook just went. He is livid. Yeah, he like yeah. he like took his coat off whilst he's walking. He gave you know like when you see a guy in a bar about to go outside for a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was like that. You know, he was taking his jacket off. You know, the watch was coming off. Yeah, and he was walking down that that tunnel. And for Danny and everyone, you know, a few others have said like, yeah, he was really firing into us. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's interesting to me because. The manager has always been very, very calm. You know, in every situation, he's been very, very calm. And someone said yesterday that, oh, perhaps the pressure's getting to him. I'm like, no, I don't think the pressure's getting to him. I think he's got a realisation perhaps recently that sometimes Mr. Nice Guy doesn't work. Doesn't work, yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, this brings us quite nicely into the Mike Dean situation. Mm-hmm. Man, this is like I plan these things. I know, yeah. I was getting, I was, I was a little conscious that I'd taken us away from the Champions League uh, conversation, yeah. but yeah, let's 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 go with this natural, yeah, natural this, this, move. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. people think I'm really like professional. And stuff, we haven't yeah. planned this, have we? It's just, <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me let me just put a line through the next topic on my little thing here. Um, so, Mauricio Pochettino confronted uh, Mike Dean at the end of the game uh, against Burnley. Uh, Poc, now, let's, let's run through these events because I think it's important that we clarify a few things for everybody because the fight, if you like, the argument happened and that's where everybody's focused, which is quite rightly so. However, at the end of every football game, Poc goes on, shakes hands with the officials, talks to them, Sometimes probably going, well, you know, what about such and such a decision? The referees probably go, we'll talk after, and Pop goes, okay, shake hands, and then walks around shaking everyone's hand. Mm. He does that at the end of every game. He has done that since arriving in England. He probably did it before. I, I've watched him do that, and every Tottenham fan's watched him do that since year dot, including games where Mike Dean's been the official. Yeah. So when Pop walks onto the field with Jesus and Tony Jimenez, etc., that's no different to what's happened a hundred times before. They talk, and Pochino is questioning Mike Dean about something. 
None of us know, because it's not been released, what that conversation was. But what we do know, because we were all watching it live, is Puck, Jesus and Jimenez are walking away to keep shaking hands with other people. They both shook hands with the linesman. So it's not like they've gone over there attacking everybody, because then why would the linesman be all happy and smiley? Mm. They've quest- Obviously something's been said. They are walking away... And then something is said, and all three men's heads shoot rank. Yes. Now, you don't. That doesn't happen unless something's said, because you know, like if there's a noise or something like that, and everyone's head shoots rank or something said, and the minute that happens, to the second, the three of them launch back. You can see their reaction, can't you? Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. the only thing that creates that reaction is something that shouldn't be being said yes. or or is insulting. Yes. Yes. Because if you've gone over there and you've confronted, you know, about a decision and Mike Dean's done his usual go away, I'll talk to you about after whatever like that and then they are going away, it's only something else that has brought it's not like the three of them have gone away and then at the same time all gone, No, actually, I'm gonna mm. go back and shout at him some more. Mm. That's not gonna happen. All three of them Bang, head shoot round, and all three of them lost it for a second. Now, Tony Jimenez calms down pretty fast and is trying to get Pochettino to walk away. But all, and now this is where we can hear and this is where we can see. Pock is pointing to the camera and is saying over and over again, say that again, say it for the camera. Mm. So something has been said. <laughs> it, there's no two way about it. And all you've got then is Tony Jimenez managing to get him away. Jesus has snapped. I mean, Jesus yeah, is pointing really in Mike Dean's face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I've watched that guy a few times get animated, a bit wound up. I have never seen him snap like that. And me and him, we've tweeted each other. We're like Your best pals. friends. Your pals, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're like blood brothers now. I mean, <laughs> come on. So, you know, for, for, my, for my mate Jesus to be that animated... <laughs> I mean, Jesus, Jesus doesn't get angry. Yeah, Jesus no. doesn't get angry, though, does he? That's no, not and Jesus. this is it. The, the guys, yeah, it's, it's really difficult saying that name and not just... <laughs> yeah, G- Jesus is a forgiving man. <laughs> he is, yeah, he's famous yeah. for it. Yeah, I mean, come on, let's not crucify him. But no, okay, moving on now. Moving on, because there's half our religious audience. Club. I know, we've only lost half in the first ten minutes, so have you criticised yeah. every town in the... I've not lost any more, do we? If half of our audience are from Swindon, we've not lost much, trust okay. me. But no, I um, genuinely know. I, I cannot understand why, in this situation, that Mike Dean or the FA or someone haven't come out and said... Um, so, so, for example, if Mike Dean said something innocuous, if Mike Dean said, uh, you know, as they're walking away, come on, walk away now, and that just annoyed them because they were wound up, then the FA would release that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the FA would be like, look, here's our position of strength. The manager's lost his head. He's going to be punished. And Mike Dean has said nothing at all. Yeah. Now, but the thing that's aggravating is they do have it. They have him on recording... Because they record everything on the referee and the two linesmen. So this information is there for them. Mike Dean has not been punished at all. There has been nothing at all. He he was removed from our game being the fourth official. That is actually standard practice if there's ever been a confrontation between a manager and a referee. Just, just to separate them for a few games. Mm. But Mike Dean's not been removed from the Premier League or anything like that. He's going to be back refereeing in the next round of games. 
but Pochettino's got a two-game touchline ban for an offence that in the FA rules, if you say, yep, I was out of line, I'm sorry, is only a one-game ban. So so why? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. We, we You and I and uh, Dan was uh, talking about this. We were having a conversation about this yesterday, yeah. wasn't we, in our little group. And Dan was annoying me right? because he's like oh he's got what he's deserved he deserves it and I don't think he does I, I, I feel like there's been a cut. Co- it's been a cover up it's, yeah. it's been a cover up and what annoys me is that obviously the FA they've, 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 obviously the, they've, they're the ones with the power and you always find it's like the same with governments around the world if you've got the power it's easy for you to do the cover up isn't it and, yeah. and, and, and that's that's, that's Clearly, what has happened? Clearly, Mike Dean has said something offensive. Yeah, it, it, he has. There's no other reason why Potch kept saying, "Say that to the camera. Say that for the camera." Yeah. Because what he said is, some, is something controversial, something yeah. or in something insulting, something he should not have said as a referee. No. He should not have said it. But he's got away with it. And po- like well, you say, Potch has got a two-game ban when standards yeah. one. So why? What? what, what? It's, so, it's been covered up. Well, this is the thing I don't understand because giving him that ban and giving the two... I mean, Pochnow's livid. You know, he's done a press conference today and he has gone on a 10-minute tirade about how angry he is about it Mm. and how he feels really let down by the FA. His conduct in this country has been, you know, exemplary since he arrived. He's done everything he can to develop English players. You know, he really went off on one. He's obviously been very hurt by this. Yeah, sure. Um, Now... To 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 make Dan's point here, Pochettino as a manager should not, even if Mike Dean said, you know, whatever, your mama, should not be on that pitch arguing with a referee. You know, this is one of those things. This is one of these points of view where the FA should punish them both. It shouldn't be Pochettino's completely in the wrong for me. So Poch should get a one-game touchline ban because you are not allowed to do that. That's just in the rules. You're not allowed to do it. So, okay, I'd accept that. We'd have to move on. But the fact that Mike Dean, there is nothing about that at all out there, and yet everybody knows something was said. Mm. So so why isn't there an investigation into that? And two, why is it a two-game touchline ban, not the one? Now, Pochettino in his press conference said, we are waiting for the written breakdown of why it's two games before we decide what we're going to do. But the club have kind of been uh, kind of guns at their head over this because if they appeal and when they appeal, and so if they appeal now, the Southampton game, Pochettino would be allowed to be at the touchline. So if we register our appeal today, tomorrow, he'll be allowed to be at the Southampton game. If they reject our appeal then, then the two-game ban comes in starting with the Liverpool game and the one directly after that. Mm. They could increase it because Mm. if you make an appeal and they find against you, they can increase your fine, they can do this. But it's aggravating (laughs) because for me, you have to take into account so many factors. But as I said to Dan yesterday, um, in in the law... For example, there is a massive difference between a provoked attack and an unprovoked attack. So if I'm sat in a bar and I turn around and see a guy, oh, I don't like the look of you, and I break his nose, unprovoked attack, ABH, GBH, I'm going to be charged. If that person is poking at me, is 
calling me every name under the sun, is about to physically assault me or do something and I break his nose, that is a provoked attack. And it's deemed very, very different. You could even walk away with a warning from that from that sign of situation. So, in this, Pochettino has walked away. He's gone up, he's said something. And Mike Dean's obviously like, just go away. They are going away. That, to me, is a normal interaction between a manager and a referee. We see it at the end of countless games. I mean, Jurgen Klopp goes on and rants at referees every week. And he gets called passionate. <laughs> and and then he walks away. Pock went on, ah, you know, passionate. The fourth official's match report for this game described Pochettino as respectful but passionate. Mm. Well, that's you know, that's the fourth official who Pock was having a go at apparently the whole game. Well, the, the fourth official was fine with him, so he's come on. He said something. He's walking away. Then at that point, for me, the incident completely changes because something is said that brings him back. So, why is that not being invested? You know, that to me should be the focus of, if you've got a manager with no previous at all, he has never been fined by the FA, he's never been warned by the FA for this incident, this type of incident, what has caused him and two people next to him to spin around and go back? Yeah. And why, yeah. For me, it's just like, this is why I couldn't agree with, with Dan's point, because it's for me, it's a real sense of injustice it's not fair yeah. it's just yeah. not fair it, in, you know we, we, we can like, we can only speculate on what he said right yeah. but at the same time it clearly clearly was something controversial insulting it, it could only have been and then like you yeah. say you know when you when you when you when you transfer that situation to real life if you're yeah. if you're walking down the street and someone comes up to you and call you know, says your girlfriend's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. That's you're going to get provoked by that, aren't you? And and yeah. you know, a lot a, a lot of people could you know you, you, you could be calm, you, but most people are going to re- react to that to, to yeah. someone insulting you. So yeah. if someone says something, you're going to it's 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 just human nature. And, and I yeah. I get the rules are I get it. I understand. Yeah, the rules are there. The rules are in place. Rules are rules. I understand. And, and I, if both parties were being punished right now, you'd yeah. understand it. But but yeah. for me, I I I, I want to take the rules out of. It. And I, and I want to almost take the referee and and our, and our three managers out of that football pitch, put them, lift them up, put them in a street, and yeah. have that situation happen again. And is there any 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 um, uh, any way, any angle to look at it where Pochettino should be punished for anything he done? I don't think there is. Uh, it depends what was said. <laughs> but, but he's, he's not—he's not clumped him or anything, has he? He's no, just, no, no, no. He's, he's just not. reacted he's just badly to yeah. it, and 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 yeah. like like, like just—it's just a human natural reaction. I mean, well, I, I I think personally, what what he should do is just have a on. I mean, because we've got those twenty-two. I know he's got to put the the appeal in, hasn't he? Yeah. But maybe just pop into the uh, FA uh, headquarters tomorrow morning unannounced. Just say, look, let's can I have a chat with someone and say, look, listen, right, you know. Are we going to cut this, or do you want me to like you know leak no what, what he was said? You know, because the cards really should be in Potch's hand, shouldn't they? Well, you you'd think that the FA would be keen just to draw a line under. Yeah, him but and but, move they've, on. but they've doubly punished him. Surely they yeah. would be like, maybe we should just let this like you know give him the one mm. game and then. But to doubly punish him when when Potch and 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 the other two know what he said. It surprises well, me. Really surprises me. It does, and and it does come down massively to what was said because we we can speculate to the cows come home. All of us think it must have been something bad. It had to but, be. But in, in a moment where you're already really angry, 
you know, in the cold light of day, it could be something that any other time you hear, you wouldn't react to. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I understand, Sam, but yeah. three, three, all three of them reacted yeah. the same. Yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm yeah. just saying that the, the manager made the decision not to make it public. See, for me, if I was being punished for that, I would be keen to make it public because yeah. that way Mike Dean wouldn't be refereeing. Absolutely, us again. yeah, exactly. So, so the only thing I can think is perhaps in the cold light of day, he's looked at it and gone, yeah, perhaps if I was in a calmer frame of mind, I wouldn't have reacted that way. I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people who are associated lip-reading experts who, who have come up with theories of what's been said. The one that gets bounced around the most is, um, don't blame me because you bottled the title again. That's the one that I've seen mm. shared constantly by, you know, my gran is a lip reader, and she said. Um, but anyway, I, I mean, we could go around in circles on that. Uh, we, we're doing well. I mean, we've reached the Champions League quarterfinals. We're in the top four. Uh, domestic cups we won't talk about. But, I mean, it, it's been another homeless season. Yep. Um, we're playing every game away. Speaking of being homeless, there are a lot of rumours right now about the stadium. Um, things are moving very quickly. I can tell you today from my covert sources HB and ketchup and things like that um, there is a test event booked um, I've kind of seen a few tweets about it now from a few people who are very very good and switched on uh, apparently Haringey Council have issued a notice to say a 10,000 person events taking place at Tottenham's new stadium which kind of give the game away yeah. Um, so yeah so the first test event appears to be booked uh, awesome. that's going to be uh, Saturday the 16th of March yeah Saturday the 16th of March I'm told so that's next week with, isn't it with another event on the 23rd and then after that, they will go, your stadium is magnificent. You Here's the keys. Oh, God. And then, then we refinance it. <laughs> then we announce the naming rights. And then we dominate football for a decade. Uh, did you know, I was? Uh, my, my wife made me clear out my uh, cupboard earlier, uh, the other day. And I found in the deep, dark depths of it, the tin I'd been given for this season. And the season ticket's yeah. still untouched, yeah. you know. And... Yeah, I, I, keep, I keep looking at my membership thing. I've got it on my desk now as yeah. we're talking. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> it's got a thing in it about going home with a key. It's like, no, sort of. I ain't, I ain't even, I'm not even going to look at that anymore until until this hours again. Until this hours, yeah. Um, I, I just want to do a quick special mention. We've got a lot of fan questions, which I want to get on to, but some breaking news today is that we've lost our under-18s coach. Matt Wells uh, has left the club. He's joined Scott Parker with the first team at Fulham. Uh, Matt was an academy player at Spurs. Uh, he went. He came through our academy system. He went away and played and came back as a coach, qualified all his badges, and he took over the under-18s this season after Scott Parker left, somewhat ironically, and they're undefeated. Uh, but more than that, they play bloody good football, uh, good attacking football. He's developing good young players. He brought through loads of under-16s into the under-18s setup. Every time under-18s were being called up to the under-23s or even the first-team squad in Troy Parrott's case or Oliver Skip's case, he just brought through younger players, just kept going, just kept developing this team. So uh, it's a massive loss, in my opinion. Um, I'm really sad to see him go. He is really well thought of. I think, judging by some of the comments uh, from the club on it, they're, they're a bit gutted. Um, John McDermott gave him a kind of glowing reference. But yeah, um, it's quite sad. For anyone who follows our youth teams, it's quite sad. But um, I know who I want to take over. 
You could disclose I, or? Yeah, I want Ryan Mason to do it. Yeah, that's that's a good shout actually, mate. Yeah, really yeah, good shout. I, I really want him to do it. Yes. So, um, hopefully, fingers crossed, because he's there doing his badges. They'll uh, they'll they'll give him that opportunity because I think he can really inspire some of yeah. the young lads. He's brilliant. But, and he, um, he's Tottenham through and through Ryan Mason, isn't he? Oh, mate, yes. Yeah. Like you wouldn't believe. Mm. He, he's got a bit of a whole whole sympathy because of you know the whole play in there for a bit but yeah he's, he's taught them through and through yeah, yeah. Uh, right then so let's uh, let's crack on if you're ready my friend let's see what some of the fellow Spurs fans have got to say let's go now it's time for your comments Ooh, right then so we have from both Instagram oh god and our Facebook page we'll start with Instagram because mm-hmm. you know it kills my poor brain. Uh, N V, oh sorry, N X V, I Should Ericsson be sold in the summer? If we get Bell. Okay, there you go. I answered that. Uh, DJ Dijana two thousand and one says, "Should Trippier be given a second chance to fix himself?" <laughs> Trippier's <laughs> out with an ass injury at the moment. Has anyone else seen that? Uh, Pochettino in his pre-Champions League press conference said oh he's been left behind because of a minor injury the club today just dropped him in it by saying it's a gluteus um, whatever it is muscle injury Ooh. Trippier's got a bruised ass <laughs> oh, I don't mean to go with that one mate no no it's great um, should he be given a second chance um, uh, look this is a difficult thing Trippier has been a tidy right back for us he, he's never set the world alight and then he went to the World Cup and set the world alight <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I think perhaps he set his, he set his ego alight, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, see, I, I don't know. It could be. Yeah, it could be that. But this season he struggled. Whether he just needs a rest and needs a proper preseason, and he'll be back to a certain level that we've kind of thing. I, I still think he is a squad Premier League level player, and we need to be signing or developing a Champions League level player. Yes. Um, more dynamic, if you like. I, I wouldn't mind if Trippier's still there, but for example, right now, I'd have Carl Walker-Peters ahead of him. But, yeah. you know, that's that's just me. That's just you. Uh, a person called Spice Cheeks says, possible replacement for Ericsson. Gareth uh, Bell. <laughs> yep, there we go. We're just going to go with that from now on, because um, I generally can't think of anyone. So, yeah, yeah. Gareth Bell. Uh the next one I can't pronounce, but it looks like part of it's Thomas, so I'm going to go with Thomas. Uh, talk about our sketchy contractual situation. Worst and best case scenarios. Uh, when you say sketchy, I'm guessing you mean Toby and Ericsson, because the vast majority of the time we're pretty on top of mm. contracts. Um, mm. uh, the Toby situation we have talked about to death. Um, I don't think there's any point talking about that, and a little bit with the Ericsson thing as well. Um, I don't think we've got anything else to add. Do you have anything else no. to add than what we've not already said? No, it's 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 one of those ones, and you said it. You, I think you said it last week, didn't you? That you know, mm. it's just left up to him now, and he's just got to have a think about it and tell us, you know. But yeah. I, 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 and I, I know we, you say we, we've talked it to death, and I'll just say again that I, I would be glad to see him go. But if, yeah. it, uh, but you know, if we did get a fantastic replacement. Or you know, it retinkered a squad, and and, and I yeah. mentioned it. You no, know, it's it's the same with uh, with Liverpool with uh, Coutinho. You know, they just they lost their best player, but they seem to have improved. You know, so mm-hmm. sometimes it's not the worst case. I mean, Kane a different story. Right? If Kane went, I would 
No, I, I, question I, I, can't, I can't even fathom no, that yeah. scenario. But I, for Ericsson, I, I don't know. I, he's a great player. And he, he's a great, he's an awesome player. And maybe because he's in this poor run of form that I'm I'm yeah. not bothered. But I, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I don't think I'd be as distraught as other players leaving, I think. Yeah, okay. Um, Matios91 says Aurier or Trippier? <laughs> what? Well, I'm, I'm, I can know what you'll say. <laughs> you can't stand Aurier, can you? No, I, I mean, I'd pick my gran over it and she died three years ago. So, yeah, um, yeah, Trippier. We go Trippier, with your Trippier, one, Trippier, Trippier, Trippier. Okay. Or my gran, yeah. <laughs> um, Jose Morales23 says, Can we win the Champions League? I believe so. In football, anything is possible. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, of course we can. I mean, yeah. that'd just be insane, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, who do you like? Because I, 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 I spoke to my dad earlier and he was yeah. going, Oh, I hope we get like an IX, which actually is probably going to be more difficult than you think. I, or Roma. I, I would love Ajax, not because I think it'd be easier. But just because I have such a affection for that club, well, there'll be about um, four ex- four players, four, yeah, four Spurs players at Rex and, and and hopefully a couple more future Spurs players. Yeah. Um. But yeah, genuinely, I I love Ajax, the philosophy, everything, and it's a night out in Amsterdam. <laughs> Come on, Absolutely. guys. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I tell you what. If we do get it, Sam, me and you, mate, we're going. We're going there because you need to after after the Barcelona debacle. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. You. I'll have to find out. I'm not sure they'll let me back in Amsterdam yet, but I'll find out if this, if the statute of limitations have lifted yet. You need, to look, you, know. you need to look after me, Sam. I um I went there on a stag do with my older brother for his wedding. I was okay. like 19. Um, we'd been off the plane an hour and I got arrested and I spent a weekend in a cell. Shut and, up. And then, what did you then, do? Then, uh, I will tell you off the podcast. <laughs> um, the next one is from Stefan Otter, who says, do you think the Spurs team has the quality... And do we need to sign anyone this summer? Yes, we need to sign people. I, I can't. I'd love to sit here and just keep telling everybody, no, no, we don't need to sign people. We really, really do. Hundred <laughs> percent um, agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We really do. Poor Matt's running out of places for tattoos. I know exactly. Uh, Noah YX says, "What's with Mauricio Pochettino?" Um. Nothing. He's cool. He seems all right. Good. <laughs> yeah. Might have a bit of a cold. I think, but he seems all right. Um, Elias1042 says, do you think after the Dortmund that we're going to rise again or dip in form? Oh, God. Um, I'd, I'd like to think that the Dortmund result could give everyone a bit of belief. Um, mm. But this this next game's massive because yes. it is so easy after the Lord Mayor's show, you know, to, to kind of fall. Uh, Southampton away is the kind of game where we just fall flat on our faces. So, Do, do, do you know, for me, Sam, what I think is going to be the difference this time, though, is Kane. I don't yeah. think Kane's going to allow the team to... to, to yeah, no, uh, I agree. Yeah. No, I, I agree 100%. I, I think him coming back right now after a forced rest mm. could be a real catalyst. And Delhi, Delhi could be back. Um, oh, really? I, I think we've missed him yes. so much. Just his dynamism. Um, yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Southampton game. Yeah. <laughs> you can all remind me of that next week if it goes wrong. <laughs> uh, so, going to our Facebook page now. So, Matthew Fleming. Hi, Matthew. Um, does the performance against Dortmund show we should consider sitting back more often in big games against big teams and hit them on the break? Particularly in mind the Champions League and obviously Liverpool-Manchester City away games coming up. Um, I'll, well, what do you think, Matt? It's not Pochettino's... Uh... It's not the way he manages it, you know. He 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 likes to put an attack in. You know, it's just not it, the way it, he plays. It, it hasn't you know? been, but he did set us up for the Dortmund game very much like that. He even made a change to make us even more defensive after about ten minutes. 
So yeah. in his mind, going into that Dortmund game, he set us up just to frustrate the crap out of them because people have done it to us for years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess both both of the games, the City game and the Liverpool game, they're both away, aren't they? And they we have had some results there uh, fairly recently, but yeah, it it's still yeah, possibly. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I for me, I'd I'd like him. I'd like him just to. I'd like him to put a team out that just goes out to try to match them because I, I think yeah. even away from home we are a match possibly Man City not so much but Liverpool I think we are I definitely think we're a match for Liverpool and you know it's one of them ones isn't it you know where yeah. they if if you, if, if you, um, you're their ground and I, I don't know I just I like to see us just coming out and, 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 and trying to win the game you know if we avoid defeat in both of those games so even if we draw both because you mm. know we do that now yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get a tattoo of Matthew Fleming's choice. There we go. There we go. There you go. That's that's how confident I am. We ain't gonna win nothing. Um, <laughs> Jill Taylor says, "Why ha- why was Pock's punishment so harsh?" Uh, Jill, we've just talked about that, so we're not gonna go into it again. Hopefully, you listened. Um, but yeah, uh, we don't know, and we're we're both a bit pissed about it. Mm. So we best not start that again. Yeah. Uh, Absar Sheik says, "Jan, can- yeah, sorry, I said Jan." Jan. Jan. Super Jan. Jan. Yeah, yeah. Jan can play for at least another two seasons. He's Absolutely. been epic. Yes. Uh, I agree. He's got, at the end of this summer, he's got one more year. So maybe the club will offer him a new deal. Uh, do, do you know what? I always, uh, I think I might have mentioned this to you in a in a podcast or, 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 yeah. or, or on chat, but I always remember uh, talking about the, the North London derbies. Did I ever tell you about the, the, the one, the League Cup one I went to? Yeah. Uh, when... Uh, because uh, Jan Vertonghen and Carl Walker were both mm. subs, and yeah. uh, so so they're they're warming up in the second half, and I'm sort of they're just warming up where I'm sitting, yeah. and um, Carl Walker's kicking his feet high in the air, obviously just for the stretching, and he yeah. kicks a lump of mud into Jan Vertonghen's eye, right? Yeah. right? And it was a pure accident, right? It clearly yeah. was. He didn't deliberately do it, but Jan took it really badly. <laughs> well, Jan didn't like him. <laughs> he took it really badly, like you know. Basically, what do you do that for? And you can see Carl, and he's like that blank, thick-looking stare of his, like yep. you know, I didn't mean to, but yeah, he didn't let it go. And I was thinking, come on, Jan, it's a, it was an accident, like. But now thinking, now fast forward, I'm, like, I'm glad yeah. he gave him all that crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bloody right. Yeah. yeah. Um, last next one, Kevin Russell says, did Mike Dean get any kind of sanctions? We don't know. Um, doesn't appear to have, nope. but we don't know. Uh, Alpesh K Patel says, "Have uh, have we signed a player from West Ham's academy? Uh, has Lamella had his chance, and why do we persist with him on our European squad?" Um, so uh, specific have... about the West Ham question. <laughs> yeah, um, to be honest with you, not that I know of. Um, I'll look into it, but I haven't seen or heard anything. What does Alpesh know that we don't know? <laughs> yeah, we, we've had a kid um, join us on trial from Notts County. Um, who West Ham were interested in. Perhaps there's been a cross wire somewhere, but a mm. uh, young lad joined us, uh, did a trial, played a game, scored two goals in the game. So, um, But because he's under contract with them, he would command a fee. So I don't know what's happening there. Uh, I've, I've been keeping my eye on it. Has Lamella had his chance? Um, the Lamella question is difficult. I like Lamella. I like what he brings to the team. Um, I don't think he's the player we all thought he was going to be, but I do like him. I I have said if he left this summer, I'd understand it, but I, I don't dislike him, so I, I find that difficult. What, what about you? Yeah, um, uh, do you know what, for me, I don't know if it's just because of my accent, but I don't know why, why more people don't call him Lamella the Yeller. 
Cause <laughs> men of the yellow. <laughs> men of the yellow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's always got to get a yellow. <laughs> Yeah. He just like the Arsenal game. He just he come out and he's like, right, let's go and get yeah. me yellow. Come on, let's come, let's go yeah. and get it, get it out of the way. But I, 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 I for, for me, I felt like talking about the Arsenal game when he came on. He, yeah. he, he kind of he brings that 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 a, a bit of aggression to to the yeah. pitch, and I, yeah. I like him. I, I, I know yeah. we've we've spoke about you know his he gets previous... it when it comes to he Darby does, and, yeah. and 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 I know what you're saying. You said it previously that. You know he'll probably be better off going back to probably Italy and where it's a slower pace. But I, mm-hmm. I, I would be sad to see him go. Genuinely, I, I, yeah. if, if if he's if he's next season, then I'm 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 content and happy for him to stay. Yeah, I mean he uh, he called Jack Wilshire a pussy to his face yeah, on the he's, football he's, pitch whilst yeah. laughing at him, and Absolutely. for that he can stay for life. He's, he's, um, he's legend. He's, he, he created legendary status when yeah, he, he yeah. really did. Um, yeah. Andrew Mason Fluke says, why not sign Draxler from Paris Saint-Germain? He's only 23, he's bloody excellent and he's out of contract. And get Max Myers from Crystal Palace. Um, Max Myers is a player who a few seasons ago we were trying to sign for like 40 million. Um, and now he's moved to Crystal Palace for next to nothing. And to be honest with you, he's done nothing this no, year. you're right. Yeah. So he seems a bit of a mercenary, I think, to me. Yeah, I feel like we've dodged a bullet personally yes, on that one. I agree. Uh, Draxler is a very, very good football player, and at twenty-three and in essence free this summer, he's going to have a lot of suitors. Mm. Um, could we be one of them? I don't know because the main problem you've got with players on free transfers, which is going to sound bonkers, is because they're not you're not paying a club. The players and their agents expect the wages to be through the roof. Of course. So, whereas if you sign a player from a football club and you spend thirty million on him and you're paying him a hundred grand a week, the player will say, "Well, I'm signing a five-year deal. That transfer fee you would have paid, I want it in wages to me. Or instead of yeah. paying thirty million for me, you're going to break down fifteen million. So you still saved money and I, I earn loads more." That's what. That's why Aaron Ramsey's going in four hundred grand a week when he goes to Juventus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're spot on. So, um, unfortunately, I, as a club, we, we we don't do stuff like. That. And the main reason is because we got a structure where like Harry Kane, others are earning their money on merit of what they've done with the club. So a player coming in, we can't just bring a player in and go, oh yeah. Uh, you lot are on this strict structure. He's on like half a million a week, but ignore yeah. that because we didn't have to pay a fee for him. Well, of course, people aren't going to ignore it. They're going to be hacked right off. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> exactly. Um, Marty Ost says, has everyone booked May 31st to Monday the 3rd of June off? Why? I'm guessing that's the weekend of the Champions League final. Oh, yeah. I that, think Marty... <laughs> I think Marty's hit the sauce. <laughs> yeah, Marty, we're, we're all Spurs fans. Come on, we're Spurs um, fans. <laughs> but but to answer you, Marty, yes. Yes, I have. Um, uh, Craig Marie Penny says, you will not see many better tackles than that for a long time. That's the picture I shared with this post, which is Jan Vertonghen. See with Jan. You're right. Um, although, please don't ever comment on any post I do, just saying you won't see a better tackle than that. Because... <laughs> I, that's 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 reminding you of your your interview with our uh, our Spurs lady, isn't it? Now you you're getting flashbacks. Oh uh, no! See, I yeah. Don't 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 say that. that 
That makes it sound awful, and she listens. And uh, Matt's got a bad mind. Um, Simon Whiteman says, my question goes back a few weeks. Oh, hello. And it is for our youth team expert, Sam. Oh, there you go. I'll pass it to you. Oh, I've been called an expert. <laughs> um, how is Tashin Oakley Booth progressing? Does he look like following Skip into the first team reckoning, or is he destined for lone hell? Um uh, da, da, da. Um, he had a nasty injury just as he was really impressing everybody and man I've got to tread really carefully because he listens <laughs> um, Tashan's one of the best football players on this planet uh, yeah. the best person you'll ever meet in your life mm-hmm. and he's going to be a superstar awesome um, Tashan turn off for a minute um, but genuinely he he is a very, very talented kid who I worry has stagnated slightly because of injury. But that's just my opinion. I mean, I, I'd i love to see him progress because he's he's got that ability, like a few other players before him, just to go box to box. Great energy. Um, and I'd like to see him really kick on again. I'd like to see him get a good season in the under-23s next year. Still young enough that he can shake off the injury and, and come back. Um, you mentioned Lone Hell there. Uh, Onoma, I think perhaps he's not going to make it now, uh, which is a little bit disappointing for me, but I think perhaps he'll be sold this summer. Cameron Carter-Vickers, I still think, perhaps has a part to play um, for the club. He's still very young. And Marcus Edwards suddenly has found his feet at first-team level. Yeah. And not only has he found his feet, he is tearing up. He's got his little dancing feet, hasn't he? Yeah, and I've watched a couple of times now, not just the goals, the highlights, but actually watched the games he's in. Um, And yeah, he's playing very well. And if I was Spurs now and I was watching that, I'd I'd be all about ringing him, arm round him, saying, you've you've worked out, kid. You know, this is what we've wanted from you. Um, Because there is no doubt in my mind that if someone can get him relaxed and just playing football, you've got one of the best players in Europe on your hands. He is phenomenal. Yeah, do you know? Do you know what? um, Like, it's it's a lot of it's down to attitude, and and it's it's been in it's been in the um, the news, hasn't it? The the last couple of days with Berahino. uh, the oh, way he's yeah. rea- he, the way he spoke yeah. to those photographers, and he is a classic example of someone who could have really, uh, he, he could have been one of the best strikers in the Premier League. But his attitude, it's just his yeah. attitude that let him down. He's got such a terrible attitude, and yep. it, so much of it is attitude, isn't it? You can you can you can have the skill, you can have the ability, but if your attitude's not right, then then you're buggered, really, aren't you? No, and and unfortunately, a lot of it comes down to the people around these people as well. So. Yeah. You get a lot of these young players. I, I go and watch them. You get some. You just see the, the support and the people around them are just so happy for them and so supportive. And you know, mm. every time if they have a bad game, they're kind of oh, you know, don't worry, you're going to be fine. Yeah, sure. And then you, and then I see other kids who are like sixteen years old and they have a bad game and their dads are berating them. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, come on, man, mm. what, what are you doing? This kid's playing you know, in a youth team for Tottenham Hotspur and what what do you think you're doing berating him? Yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah you're right. But but yeah, you know, I, I I genuinely heard one parent shout at their child, This is our future, you're throwing away. I mean, can you imagine putting that much pressure on your kids at like fifteen, sixteen yeah. years old? Uh, yeah, anyway, I I don't want to dwell on that. But our final one is David Hunt, uh, hello David. David says, how much of an effect will Pock's two-match touchline ban have? Does the ban prevent him from giving the squad the team talk at half-time? 
Do you know what? I genuinely don't know that. I, d- I don't think it does. I just think he genuinely just can't can't sit. Uh, uh, he, ca- yeah. he can't be at the, in, the, in this like that in, part in of the, the stadium. Dugout. Yeah, in the dugout. Yeah, so, yeah. So he can be up in the stands like yeah. with the directors. He can then go down, talk at halftime, and then go back up. Yeah. I, uh, but I genuinely don't know. I because uh, there's a different there's a stadium ban which means you're not allowed there at all. Mm. But and then there's a dugout ban. But I genuinely don't know about halftime team talk. My guess would be that he probably can. That'd be my guess. Yeah. My yeah, kind of. I'd, just one of those questions I've yeah. never thought about, really. And do you know? Do you know what the best thing to do? The power of Google. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I will Google that and find out. But I suppose we'll find out Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's it, mate. That's all the questions. That's everything. How are awesome. you feeling? Uh, yeah, I, I, I like. I, I feel. I feel like um, last week was therapy, possibly for the people listening. But yeah. especially after our little Mike Dean uh, conversation, I feel like this has been yeah. therapy for me. Oh, good. I'm As, I know it sounds very really selfish, but I, I feel oh. better now I've kind of got out Aired and open my frustrations, yeah. Yeah, no, good. I'm pleased for you, mate. That's really good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, it's time to wrap it up. So, a big thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, we do appreciate it. A big thank you to everybody for getting in touch as well. We do really appreciate it. Um, also, just a personal note from me, I put a blog post out uh, last weekend and a fair few people reached out to me. Uh, you know what it was about and you know what you said. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. So, Let's let's all come back next week. Let's hope for a good win over Southampton. We're hoping, and I'm going to say this, hoping that we will have an interview with a club legend in the in the near future. Yes, Maybe. watch this space. Watch this space. Yes. He's very yes. keen. Put it that way. Oh, good. That's yeah. what I hear. Yeah. Um, in that case, mate, I will speak to you next week. Take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs. And remember, to dare is to do.